0: Hello and welcome to the Knock On KCLR and Scoreline.ie's weekly rugby podcast. Johnny Tobin, Tom Crotty are with us this week, gentlemen. How are you? Hi, Stephen. How are you, Stephen? Good, good to
1: be back.
2: I'm uh, good. good.
0: to see you, Johnny. Happy my friend James. Happy New Year. <laughs>
2: <laughs> same to you. Same to you.
0: Happy Saint Patrick's Day to you. Um, by,
2: the, by the time the next time I'll be on, it'll be Paddy's Day. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, we don't have James on with us tonight. Uh, hopefully, we'll, he he might join us later, maybe next week, and that. But uh, uh, James, of course, on this uh, last week, lads, is uh, it's getting busy again. Um, uh, the Six Nations is around the corner. There's Champions Cup on this weekend. From a provincial point of view, uh, there was pro, uh, URC last week. The women were out. The Leinster women, Munster, the interprovinces are happening there. But locally, we're back into Leinster League action this weekend. But the ladies and youths are flat out at the moment Uh, Johnny to start with you your ladies were out last weekend but uh, shipped a bit of a loss to Old Belvedere um, after a pretty good run before that
2: Yeah it was kind of to to be expected to be fair there was an Interpro on and then any girl who wasn't involved from a Belvedere perspective who wanted game time was eligible to play on the J1 and was playing so I think they actually had three girls who were involved in the Leinster squad the day before on their squad for the match day so Look, it it is what it is, and this is the the problem you meet when you come up against AIL clubs with a J one size. You're going to get good standard uh, players back available to them, and if we were in that boat, we'd be taking advantage of a two. So, um, it's a knock in the win for the girls. To be fair, but look at they're, they're they're still building. They're getting a lot of girls back from injury training. From what I've been hearing, off Paul has been good. That uh, the vibe is good again, and a lot of influential players back from injury, which makes a big difference. Um. The likes of Alex O'Brien and, and that would make a massive difference on the pitch for you. Some really good young lords uh, playing as well. Alice Carroll back from injury there. So she'll be she's quite quick around the breakdown. Very good nine, very good player. Um exciting to watch. So look at it's it's not the end of the road for them yet, but that loss to all Belvere was definitely to be expected. Um well not not to that maybe not to that magnitude but um they've railway I think next this week have they? Yeah, yep, doing these, yep. And 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 it's gonna be kind of the same same kind of scenario. Anyone that's in Railway not involved in Interpro, who is eligible to play, will be available for them to get game time. So, look at it. It's the hands you're dealt. It's the cards you have. So you, you play with it. But I'm, I'm I'm sure the girls will go. And they didn't let themselves down in Belvedere by any means. They put in a great effort and put a great work rate. So, all I do was applaud them for that. They, keep, they kept fighting right to the end. So, hats off to them.
0: Absolutely. And Johnny, just speaking to the Interpros with uh, Dan O'Brien and uh, with two local ladies on that uh, Interprovincial action last weekend.
2: Yeah, I was uh, kind of frustrated and a bit vocal on Facebook. I uh, the weekend there. RT News put up this Tullow, Dana O'Brien, shines bright and whatever and have you. And that's brilliant. And don't, don't, don't anyone get me mixed up. I'm not knocking Dana, but uh, Anna Dial is from Tullow also. She's playing number eleven and she also got in the score sheet. So you can't you can't get away from yourself and forget that there's other girls. You know, I heard a statement made by somebody, uh, it seems to be you can't play for Ireland or Leinster and Tullow unless you're an O'Brien. <laughs> um, I don't know where that comes from. We we only, we only had one O'Brien ever play for Leinster and Ireland, so are Bardana now, but um like there's lots of good young talent there and we we can't seem to be slipping and missing on it, you know. Um, Anna's an incredible rugby player and was also always an incredible rugby player she was fantastic and instrumental in the setup of the women's or girls rather um, teams in Tullo way back about 6-7 years ago she was a big big fish in that and she was always there and her dad John was very involved in in coaching it and keeping it going so like, you, you don't want to forget these people like you know I know she's also playing a rugby in Black Rock now but she kind of has to be playing at a higher standard for to play interpro and to play international she's also yeah. Uh, international Sevens capped and played like and she's first cousins with uh, I think she's actually first cousin Lucy Hall, I think she's related right to Lucy Hall somewhere, um, as mm-hmm. well. So, like, there's, there's a lot of other connections there, like, so yeah, it was great to back to the point getting frustrated again. <laughs> there, it's great to see both i them doing so well. dan obviously, was she's an incredible talent. Um, I think when Dana finds her voice, she'll be um, exceptionally good. She seems to be getting that way a bit more bossy, she's very quiet natured and just. Plays by the way she plays, and leads by the way she plays. She gets her vocal uh, chords found. She'll she'll go very very far, and she'll be very very impactful for Leinster and Ireland in the few years to come. Yeah, she she had a
1: great game. They other nice. I was watching. Yeah, she, really, she's incredible. Really, really, she, really, really two girl. of them,
2: the two, the two of them are incredible. They're incredible talents. But what's best about both of them is they're incredible people. They're really good girls. The two of them are really good girls. Uh, um, and I know for 100% fact if Irene O'Byrne or Helen Myers were to ring either of them and ask them to come down to do a session or you were to do that Tom, they'd have no problem going down and doing something with you like. Uh, that's the type of people they are, they're really good club people and it's uh, it's great to see them thriving so well. So well.
0: Absolutely uh, Johnny, we'll stay with Tullo of course, uh, Leinster leagues back this weekend uh, Mullingar, you have to travel there uh, on Sunday um, what's the thoughts ahead of that or how did you just get over the Christmas period?
2: Yeah, good, like we we trained quite a bit over Christmas, which was good because we needed that We needed some detail and stuff done. Um we had an in-house game last Friday between our first and seconds. We mixed both teams together. It wasn't the first on second, so it wasn't no one holding tackle bags. It was it was a full skill training session first to get everything sharp and then it was a forty-five, maybe fifty-minute game. And uh one actually say thanks to Anthony Hubbuck from a tie referee there, came down and refereed the game first, um, mm-hmm. which was nice of him to do. It was great to get a referee in-house and you get to see the way they, they're they interpreting the laws and stuff and it, it's nice to have it but we had um, I think there it was, it was 30 obviously guys playing but there was 10 or 11 lads on the sideline as well um, which is really really good really really positive young Ty Walsh just came back to the club from Newell. young Connor Duffy is back in the club from Clontarf um, they're back this year uh, just a Christmas there they're both under 20 still which is really really exciting there too because we're hoping to try to get something going there um, two very good young lads they've had two years at uh, senior rugby. ty was ail in new and the le- year before last and Connor was ail in clint the year before last so really good to see them uh re- really delighted to have them back and then a couple of lads getting back from injury as well jordan labour is not far away from injury stephen smith's not far away from being back from injury they'll all be available this week for training and training went really well last night and um, won't be and easy going to mullingar and playing them up there we we, we know that from last year we we got our hand sanitars uh up there last year but i think mentally we're in a better place um physically we're definitely a better place ruby player wise we're definitely in a better place but the most important thing is that we're, we're still building so the result isn't really really essential it's the performance is what's essential for us this week that we get two good performances And we see the fruits then of what we've been doing over the Christmas and what Morris and Sean have been implementing and and, and Louis and Frank and these lads, we see that come to play. So it's exciting times. A lot of good stuff going on out there with seniors. Um, But also, like we said a couple of weeks ago, we don't want to be raving about seniors all the time. There's a lot of exciting stuff going on with the youths. Um, Peter Burgess was called into an Irish camp over Christmas. Uh, Irish 18s camp, he got concussed on the first day. Tom, you have seen Peter play. He's, he's an incredible talent. Yeah. Really, really good, really good, fella. Uh, fella really good player. Phil um, Hickey obviously isn't involved with Leinster Lancer still. Tom Hughes has been uh, put through, the only total player actually this year to be put through for Leinster Lancer Youths team. Uh, he's an incredible player as well. So, youth level wise, we're going quite well. Um, we have a lot of girls on the southeast as well, the likes of Katie Corrigan there. She's flying it within the 18 southeast. Keir O'Brien is there. Um, I can't remember the words, that feeling Fiona Long, I think is her surname. They're there as well. So like it's great to, it's great to compliment them and they're the ones that are driving it on, you know. So but look, it's 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 exciting. Um I'd be excited to see how the results go in Mullingar because we have full on a first team where we don't need to touch a second team again, which is great. And we have a full on seconds team as well. So it's not gonna be anything easy about driving to Mullingar as well. It's an awful drive to go play a game of rugby, and it's a very, very hard place to go. They are a very proud club when when you're playing them at home, and you know that Tom from playing them last year. They're yeah. Very, very hard beat. and they're a team that form doesn't matter to them. They go and lose six games in a trot, and you can go up there and play them, and they, they just destroy you. They just if you let them get in the, the physical edge, they'll they'll take you apart. So it's an exciting week.
0: Yeah, and they're sitting up near the top of the table as well. So. <clears throat> yeah, well, we are only I talking about that today. I
2: myself, Morris, like that really matters. It doesn't matter hell, you know that when that matters is the end of the year. That's when that matters mm-hmm. when when decisions can be made. I know you have to do a lot of work now and whatever, but like we said, we don't want to get caught up on league standings or or uh, winning. We want to get caught up on performances because performances lead to to winning, obviously. And if you're enjoying it, and you know, it's a good environment, which there is a good environment now, again, um. Really good environment there with the lads, so that's going to lead well. That's going to lead into performances. Performances then lead into wins, which then leads into league table standing. But like like I said last time I was on, we're safe in the league, we're avoiding relegation. That's job number one done. So after that now was a is a
0: bonus. Like absolutely. Um we'll move on to Kilkenny. Uh James isn't here, but uh just for anyone listening that does follow the podcast, but um I suppose, wouldn't be part of the clubs as well. Uh, last weekend, the Kenny Ladies were up against Tullamore, or they were meant to be. Tullamore conceded. They're up against Wonders uh, this weekend. And the J1s and J2s are at home, I think, to And um, James was talking about when that on last week's podcast in a bit more detail. Uh, if you want to have a listen back to last week's uh, episode, he went into a good bit of detail about where the team are uh, at this time of the year and all that. And just uh, while I have everyone on as well, um, and because we're after talking to Johnny there. Uh, we dug up a pod, not a podcast, a programme that I presented 14 years ago in 2009 uh, with Sean O'Brien and Tullarooby Club in, with Sean Rohan, Tom Partnol and Cora Brown and Sean. Sean was only, I think it was only five or six caps into his Leinster career, and that was the year they went on to win the Heineken Cup. If you want to listen back to that? It's interesting just to hear how the was at the time and sean at the time and where he wanted to go and all that sort of stuff it's available on spotify and uh on scoreline.ie now tom just uh, on that Stephen.
2: actually sorry yeah, for go ahead. To Carol. um how did you swing that how did you get them four people in one room at the one time
0: I was just back in the time I think I was. I ring, I think it was Cora. I rang, it was Cora, it was a Cora at the time I rang. Said, Hey Cora, we're looking to do a show on Tuller Rugby Club. We did it on all the rugby clubs at the time, and uh, yeah, because just on it, yeah, I I, I want and just it was them four. Um,
2: that's probably four of the most influential people at that time in the club, like, um. Corb was uh, outgoing president here before. Sean Rowan does does a massive amount of work in the club at that time. Tom Porter at the time was doing massive amount of work. Um and Sean PJ obviously Haskins. was yeah, PJ Haskins was starting to come into the availability of that as well. Peter's been massive yeah. for the club when he was involved with massive, massive uh, addition to the club. Um but I said it in the WhatsApp group, I sent it to a senior player WhatsApp group. They are four of the most influential people around that time. And Cora still, still is like Cora Brown is heavily involved in the Ruby Club. And it just, it's funny, she mentioned the biggest fundraiser the club have is the Golf Classic. That's still our biggest fundraiser. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that Golf Classic, and she's the driving force behind that. She didn't give herself enough praise in that, that interview back in 2009. She is the woman that drives yeah. that hunt. She does all that work. So um, I say hats off to you and get to the four of them in a room at one time. Yeah, was just a, look at the time. To spider on the wall there. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah no, no, absolutely. Good, like, No, it was good, and Sean just gives, for anyone that's interested, Sean just gives an insight into the academy and what sort of training they were put through at the time, and trying to break through onto the firsts, and you know yourself, the the intensity of playing at the level that he's playing at compared to what he was coming from, so it's interesting, and just hearing what was going on in the club at the time, it was a good old snapshot, if you could dig up Carlo and Kenny's shows, I will, yeah, it's a a bit of a tough one now, trying to find them in our archives in KCLR, it's not straightforward, but... The
2: funny thing as well uh, is he wasn't lying when he referenced the warm up in Tullow was a lap of a field and into a game. Yeah, <laughs> Tom will remember from playing back then. That's probably what it was—two laps of field and a bit of a stretching. In you go. There was no real stretching. There was no hamstrings back then. There was no quads or grinds or crabs. Or, <laughs> you just had legs. You didn't have all these yachts that like the lads have now. Absolutely, so it was good. Now it was good. To listen.
0: Absolutely, yeah. It's good. Yeah, check it out. It's on scoreline.ie or on Spotify in that uh, way with, with the other uh, podcast that we put up here. Tom, uh we're gonna have a chat to you. Uh I suppose to start with we we'll start with the lads. Um you're off to a tie, the little short journey across to a tie and Saturday evening, half seven. Am I right? Under lights.
1: Yep. Um, yeah, with two games. The second to playing at six o'clock, and uh J Ones then are playing at half seven. Um not too not too easy games. Um start the seconds, first seconds the tough game. I think a tire on top of that and of that league. Um they're playing extremely well at the moment. Um so the seconds are seconds they'll be up against it. They have to they'll have to win that game to stay in the hunt. And uh I know the way because we've had we've had uh, like, decent amount. there's a decent amount of trend. We a 30 something trend last night, including, um, but we've a lot of, in- we've st- still a good few injuries and, uh, just been plagued at the moment with sickness. There's uh, a lot of guys out and two more cases of, of, uh, COVID announced last night. Um, mm. so those two players will be gone. Um, look, we're going to Thai. Thai's going to be a really, really tough place to go. Um, an intimidating place. They're uh, they're on a high. They had another. They had a very good win against uh, Nase, and they won their Hosey Cup match. Um, they're tipping second in the league, and uh, they're obviously odds on favorites coming into this match. Um, so we will have the greatest respect for a tie. We played them already this season. We got a narrow win in Carlo in a horrible day, but uh, I suppose both sides have come on since then. Um, yeah. Um, Kinda going to be up for, a really a good as I said. Training last night wasn't it wasn't it wasn't too bad considering um, having to move players into different positions and so on. Um, but we will hope to have a few more back on Friday night, and as long as fingers crossed, the same saying here that we don't have any more, any yes. more uh, surprises come to us. You know, it's yeah. uh, it's hard enough, but uh, look, the league isn't a really. It's really uh, our league is so tight, it's just unbelievable. Um as I said, we're in fourth, uh total in third, a tie in second, we clos sitting on top. Um if we win tomorrow if we win on Saturday, uh we, uh, we take you know, a tie drop, we're up a bit, and yeah. um, we're securing the league. If we lose on Saturday, uh we're back into a relegation fight. It's crazy. And, that, and people don't understand it and don't see it that like, even the people have written Longford off it sitting down the bottom. If Longford got two or three wins by the end of the season, they could pop up above and stay out of it, get out of relegation. So there is no one really particularly safe cup. If you lost two or three games on the trot, um you're fighting for you're fighting a relegation. Yep. Uh, you you win. Um you start getting you start getting things together and you start winning. If you win, you know, you're back up into second, struggling. Like you'll have to Wicklow, I presume, Rook are in the firing, are in the in a kind of a more comfortable position than the next next three of us. Um, but still, get easy last there. They still have to go to. Uh, they have to play Tullow. They have to play ourselves up. You know, we have to go up there as well. Um, you know, so I mean, Wicklow could easily get two losses there, not along the along the way, and they could slip down. And whoever's in second or third at the moment could be back up on top. Uh, looking for promotion, so uh, the league is in a, a really kind of, it's an exciting look, it's, it, it's a great way to have a league and um, it gives the spur on to all teams, but it's like you have to play well
0: um, and talk ourselves,
1: it's not up to anybody else, you know, we can't, it's not that the coaches, we like we do the work and you do the work of the training ground, but when it comes down to it, the players are on the pitch and they're the ones that uh, Lead the way, so they have to play well, and things have to click. And Johnny knows, like from from all his coaching, that say uh, teams have to click and gel, and things have to go right. And it's 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 the finer details, you know, that that win games. Um Like you, you can't take anything for granted. Like we say, the last day we played, we played Mullingar. We took the foot off, off the pedal. We just slipped up the next minute. Mullingar came back and beat us. Um So like. Things really have to go. You have to be precise on the day, you have to be accurate on the day. Like, we have some talented players there, but I mean, you know, it's not as if we have some really talented players in the club at the moment. Um, our backline back, back is, is probably our backline is probably our Achilles heel at the moment. Last season, um, our backline was firing and our forwards might not have been this quite. Um, you know, at times it was our forwards kind of didn't have great games, but this year the forwards have been outstanding most of the season. Um, you know, our, our lineups have been firing well, our scrums have been firing, um, our scums have been fairly decent. Uh, um, I know we've lost Benny, our um, our tight head at the moment, which is uh, a huge loss, but we good news from him either uh, he doesn't have to get an operation on his knee and and might be back, might be back in a, in a couple of weeks' time, so bad, uh, yeah. it would be great for him, great. but like, um, it's uh, look. Clubs go through, like, we have a great, same as Tolo at the moment, like, there's, there's a good buzz in the club, really, really good buzz throughout the club, as in, uh, lads are training hard, and they're, you know, they're putting the effort in the gym, they're putting the effort on the pitch. Um, uh, we went down to Kilkenny last Friday night, we had a, a good session down there. Again, unfortunately, we went down with key players pulling out because of, because of illness, and... Uh, and one or two, one I you know we were missing one or two again with injury just not right just couldn't train on the night so you probably didn't get everything that you wanted to get out of it but we had a good session down at Kilkenny and uh, I have to say compliments to Kilkenny for their hospitality Um, you know it was nice to go down and, and have a good training session and they looked after us with food and everything after in the bar so sure, um, not. it's just nice it's nice to go and, and have that with clubs that are around you to be able to do that it's it's uh it is great. So I want to wish James and you know Kenny the best of luck in their games and and uh, Tolo in their games. As I said it won't be easy going up to Mullingar, but David's uh, squad a strong squad too. Um, our youth are, youth are in a reasonably good position. Not great, not great results at the at the, at the weekend, to be honest. Uh, our under 18s Um again. Jeez, I don't know what it is Carl at the moment and and sickness and illness. Um, we were struggling as uh, for players again on the under 18s through through illness um so they lost out uh 22 to 12 to uh gory at home our under 16s were unlucky they got, well, they got a, a losing bonus and losing bonus point uh, up in buying They the last uh, 15 14 um 15s were beaten in Kilkenny. That's a that's a good Kilkenny on the fifteen side. Uh are under on the fourteen side, a very good win against Longford, forty-five ten. uh, a tries there from Callan, Adel and Connor Dunica, um and our captain Ali Walsh. But they they've looked there's they've been tight for numbers. Um but they're really, really trying hard and uh just wishing them the best of luck as I say, they struggle for numbers throughout the season, but they're uh they're a tight little group, and they're working really hard at trying to get new players in. And, and uh, Then our 13s went off down to Kenny again, and they got a... a, a, a sorry, they were in Carlo, Um The under-13s played Kenny, and that's uh, a 12-ball draw. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's good, a good little game. Don't see them uh, in those uh, games uh, anymore. Oh, 12-ball, 12 12-ball. 12 well, it's gas, because Mick is training, and they our under-13s under, under 13s coach, and then fairness, him, he's just Believes in playing rugby and throwing the ball around, and you just watch like when they're training. The lads love them, and they love the, the you know the crack and the banter. So look at the new and they have a good, they have great numbers up there, and the, the kids love training. And so, I mean, that's all you want to see with any team is that they're enjoying, they enjoying their yeah. rugby and having a bit of crack. So, look, they're all. As I say some of you have good weeks and you have bad weeks. Just not the best week for not the best week on the youth but they'll. Uh, We'll come around again. Our unlapped, but then we had there. the rhinos. The combination of Tuller and ourselves are our under 16s. Um, we went down to Enniscorthy on Friday night with the girls. Uh, they had an absolutely outstanding game. Um, and Enniscorthy were top of the table, and they beat us the better as well. The last time we were down, um, uh, this time it was a totally different scenario. Uh, the girls just have been developing and developing, and, and I've i just saying to them that I watched a lot of rugby this year, a lot of men's rugby and uh, youths rugby, and not talking international or length or anything like that, but just club rugby. And two of the best strides I've seen all year was by the by those 16 girls, both across both the pitch um, from one side to the other and scoring in the corner. So look, at the end of the score, it was 22-20 to end the and we missed two conversions. But the two conversions that we missed is probably because the play that we played it was so good that we scored in the court we scored out from the wings we actually scored right across the pitch and scored in the corner so we probably <laughs> probably was responsible in the sense that we didn't get it so we're the fact is that if we had one we'd be in premier uh but we're in division we came because we lost we're more than likely in um we're more than likely going to be in division in division one Unless uh a tie do something absolutely mad because a tie are going to Navin and I can't see a tie considering they're after winning the under sixteens cup, uh, I can't see them going to Navin and and losing. If it is there's something totally wrong. Yeah, by but, forty or uh, fifty points. <laughs> yeah, so like I mean we like we we like Navin are, are developing young team and like we put a good score on them in Carlo and so I mean I can't see a tie losing up in up to Navin. Um so they will probably play division one, which is like it's probably a tough team, league, I'm, to be honest. But, Yeah, but it's a really tough league. There's some serious sides in that. Like everyone thinks, because you know, Premier and Division One, but uh, especially in the girls, there's very little difference between the top teams in Division One and, and say, the, the bottom four or five teams, or the four or five teams. You know, there's probably one or two teams outstanding in the. In, in girls rugby, and when you hit a Premier, you know, you might have one or two really strong teams, but the rest, there's very little difference between the, you know, the first one or two teams in Division One and, and those teams in Premier. So, like, it's not going to be an easy, it's not going to be easy, but the girls are just really, really doing well. The numbers are, are solid. We've had the smallest number training we've had, I think, so far has been 18. um, um Like, mm-hmm. we have up to 24 girls there. Um, and that's, I mean, that's true. sicknesses and everything. We've been 18. Um the under fourteen Rhinos are just they're just their numbers are just gone huge. They seem to be buying in and buying in. They'd no match last week, but they're they're out on the road this week. Or they're out um they're home. So I'm not sure whether they're in Carlo or Tolo, but they're out this weekend. And uh, but their yeah. numbers are just you know what, Tom, huge. i Tom, just
2: on the on the premier thing you're talking about there. Um lads really get wrapped up in that, don't they? Yeah. Like, like, and look, I'll be the first to hold my hands up. I coached a team in 2015, Dara Murphy, Killian Redmond, and Garrett Fisher, and Charlie Ward run on it. And I was wrapped up in it. I wanted to get Premier. And we got to the Premier final. But I'd imagine, uh, looking back at in hindsight, if we'd went into Division One, we probably could have won it. <laughs> um, we played Mullingar on the first day of the Premier. I'll never forget it. And Johnny Butler got, got help and never lets me forget it either. He's a good friend of mine, coached the Mullingar team to beat a 63-5 in Mullingar. We brought them to Tullo in the second uh, return fixture. We beat them 6-5. Two of their players got red carded for hitting each other, which is the weirdest game I ever was involved in in my life. Um, And we went to the Premier Final in Dunybrook, and who did we meet? We met Mullingar in the best 24-17. Like, if we'd went into division, one, we would have avoided them. They were a cracking team at that time. I think some lads just get caught up and everyone wants to be in this Premier Division, Premier Division. I don't know. I'd rather compete in Division One and actually have a shot at winning it than getting hammered in Premier every week.
1: Yeah, if you're good
2: enough, good enough, go up. But
1: I don't know. I think when I think if you're depending on the team, people don't understand when they want to go for Premier. Premier is not just it's not just about having the best team. It's about having the best yeah. squad and it really yeah, is that's a squad about, system yeah. you can't go to premier with having 18 or 20 guys you need to have 22 24 26 of a panel mm-hmm. and you need that you need that there because there'll be you have to go week in week out and train and and working through and it's no easy feat um, Yeah, you know,
2: like just not that like that year that we just want to i'm talking about we had 37 players at the start of the year right and we had 37 players at the end of the year at both finals. We'd have been on a trip to Wales. We had an incredible year. I'll never forget. But like in hindsight, thinking back, probably 25 of them lads were always in the first 15. 12 of them were never anywhere near involved in it. But they developed and they stayed involved. And probably 12 of them lads are probably the majority of lads that are still playing rugby in the club. Because yeah. they enjoyed it so much and they developed. The likes, likes of Owen Cleary there. He, he always springs to mind when I talk about that. And... Um, he he never really got involved like in the first 15 or even the second 7 7. Um, but he is in college in Galway now. But you ring him on a Sunday, he'll come play a seconds game and actually turn into a fine young rugby player by the age of 18 19. Um, and then you have lads like, like, so just name a few lads like Jim Sherry. Maybe I might get them back if I'm naming him Jim Sherry and these lads, and uh, who started every game and went missing. And now we don't have them do you know mm. so it's a it's a strange one it's finding that balance if you got that balance right you would be doing be doing all right
1: yeah because it's um like i said we i coached them back and we had a, we won the that did the triplets at the under 18 premier the the cup and the southeast and That's the year to do like
2: I think
1: yeah we won it on one all three and that was like that just such a tough just tough season to go through. Like you know, but we had guys and there's guys in that team that I remember one of them I had his father was going to was going to give up rugby when he was under sixteens and I remember spending nearly three quarters of an hour chatting to him in a car outside the bakery one morning. He just wanted to chat with me and uh yes. I said, gee, look, it's just he's not just developed at the time. We had a great chat and uh I mean that young turned into a grand rugby player and uh he's actually playing He's actually playing Australian rules in in, in his college. He's, he's just gone mad into Australian rules, uh, and he's running it down in UCC. So. But that's yeah, well, just, like just, we had. Ross, like, <laughs> but we had like ah, well, look, we had Ross Dunphy. Like we had Ross Dunphy who's playing county football. We had Connor Crowley at back, yeah. probably. Um, both of those players, incredible team you had. Yeah, but both of those players, especially like Connor Crowley, was was so like um. Um, what you call him, the Leinster fullback at the moment and Irish fullback Hugo Keenan he was so like Hugo Keenan to play as a player um phenomenal player, yeah. reading of the game everyone knows him from football and I think you know, phenomenal football but I would have loved to have seen him play rugby because I guarantee he would have been there there about setting towards Leinster because he just has mm. an a, a natural knack at fullback just to be in the right place at the right time knows when to run knows when to kick and as a young fellow, just a phenomenal player. But there's so many phenomenal players on the on that on the squad. But um like some are still playing rugby, some have retired from rugby edge like retired from sport. <laughs> but that's that's uh
2: retired from life, that's
1: uh, I think uh, that's uh that's that's life, like you know, but um it's great to have just just to see those. Like they're still involved around the club, they're still Carlo people and you know, um but that's yeah. Look, it's a huge thing with, with. i don't think people understand that the club is a club and like those that still come back and have pints and you know we get together they get together every so they're still friends outside of outside of the club um but it's uh, it all starts in youth. And they, it, like people look at the game and they're all worried about concussions and this that, and the other but i mean it's such a small risk to be honest against from what people develop how young boys develop as they come through and now we've seen young girls develop as, as adults um and i'm talking about their discipline and you know there's so many good kids out there you meet them now as adults and you go geez they're all, they're all fine fine men and fine women mm-hmm. um, it's a good sport it's a great sport to get them into but well, i believe in sport anyway but i just have a We'll have a now for rugby as so all the year
0: Absolutely, um Tom. Um it's, it's great what it does and the type of community it builds as well. Um we're gonna probably wrap it up there, but before I go, Johnny, it's a great testament to yourself. You're wearing a Kilkenny College top sitting in IT Carlo <laughs> talking about Tulla Um I
2: tell you, I don't know what. I I am looking for punishment, I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> just actually we're talking about IT Carlo before I go up out the training. Um I just wanna give a shout out to Josh Munley in Munley's shop, he uh, came on board this year and sponsored uh, our men and women's team with gear um, oh, great, and has yeah. been very accommodating to us uh, and I know he's a great sponsor of Carle Rubik's Club as well Tom and they have been for a long time but he's um, it's really really appreciated so I just want to give a shout out to, to Munley's there and Josh for all his help this year it's been a big help to us, he talked out 80 players between the women's team and the three men's team so it's, um, great, it's cool. incredible stuff
0: Brilliant, lads uh, so yeah, Josh, 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 Josh
1: has to have, he's to have somewhere to throw his money into, Jesus <laughs> <laughs> He's enough for that I reckon there's a mint at the back printing money in the shop I'll uh, no, well, tell you person, one thing
2: It's a hard thing to do and he's running a great show there and he employs a lot of people in the college here as well and he you didn't know, have yeah. to do it he came on board, and he was very very accommodating now to be fair to him, so all he simply asked for was a top himself so, um yeah, we'll gracefully give them a top, no problem. Um,
0: no, absolutely. No, it's
2: great, and uh, we we do appreciate it. So, absolutely. I better go train these these women first than the men. It's a never ending.
0: Johnny, thanks a million. Uh We'll talk yeah, to you next cheers, week, lads. hopefully. Please, good God, mind you. yourselves. Best of luck this weekend, everyone. Yeah, Tom, good luck to yourselves against the tie. And uh, Johnny, of course, Tullow are away to Mullingar this weekend. Kilkenny are at home to the Setonians and lots of other youths and ladies matches as well. Lads, have a good one. Cheers.
2: Talk to you.